You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, as always, big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We got a big show for you on a Tuesday, as usual. I got my man. And the Manimal Chris Bovona. He's with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. He's going to hold you down later on in the show when we open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879. We got my man Chris, the analyst Ventra. He's holding down the YouTube stream, helping you guys out. We'll be answering questions from there at the end of the show as well. We got a poll question up on Twitter. If you want to hit me up there, follow me at Spittin' Speeds. My question is... Who are you most likely to spend your waiver wire priority on, your fab budget on, if you need to moving into week 11? Is it Jamal Williams, who may be next man up for the Green Bay Packers at running back? Is it Samaji Pirine, who may be next man up for the Washington football team with word of Rob Kelly going to the IR? Is it Corey Coleman, who might get activated from the pup list and rejoin the Cleveland Browns this week? However, they do face the cat scratch fever in Jacksonville this week they've been shutting guys down aggravating guys so I don't know if Coleman is the man for this week or is it somebody else there is a poll question up and you can respond to that we're also I'm going to give you my thoughts about Monday night football I told you to use the trick on someone that was one percent owned and now because of injuries in Carolina this guy may be a viable waiver wire ad as well find out who I'm talking about a little bit later on in the show we also are gonna go through the current nominees because it is tuesday for a hashtag game of inches we have a couple of interesting nominees we're gonna have my man chris bavona decide the winner or maybe loser we'll get into that a little bit later on and like i said we will take your calls and questions tuesday is a huge day a lot of people want to know should I spend fat budget or my waiver priority on this guy or on that guy? When we come back, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you my news and notes around injuries around the NFL. I'm going to give you my reactions to what happened last night in Carolina for Monday Night Football as the Panthers put it on the Miami Dolphins. I'll give you the guys I like and the guys I'm off as it relates to the most frequently added players in fantasy football going into week 11 before your waiver wires run. So you're you're set up to win your leagues and win that catch. Making the playoff push, a lot of the people, all the callers to my show are definitely making their playoff push because we give them what they need to win their leagues and win that cash. You already know what it is. It's your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. Come on back on the Fantasy Freestyle. We talk injuries, Monday Night Football, and waiver wire ads right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. 
Hey, I'm Frank Stanfield, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out what we're playing. The showtime changes to make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game because we're trying to give away tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm back here dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. It is the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I told you we're going to go around the NFL news and notes. We're going to talk a little bit about Monday Night Football. We're going to talk a little bit about our game of inches. Hashtag big shout out as always to the stats over beats cypher. Dilly dilly to everybody out there. And then we're going to talk about my take on some of the hot waiver wire ads this week. Some of them I really like and I think you could you know, spend your priorities spend your fab budget on some of them i have cause for pause but let's start off going around the league news and notes in the nfl did you guys know philip rivers is in the concussion protocol that's why there is currently no line right now on this chargers bills game for week 11 philip rivers is actually in the concussion protocol people are not sure exactly when it happened and he actually played the whole game so something is awry and i think it's an interesting point because For some reason, quarterbacks hide it pretty well. Remember, Tom Brady apparently, so says Giselle, had a concussion in the Super Bowl. The Seahawks have just been fined as well last week because they... um had Russell Wilson in the game outside of the independent neurologist clearing him, so they paid a fine. It seems like quarterbacks are finding ways to be on the field regardless of what's going on inside of their brain. We got other news in Jacksonville. Alan Hearns is expected to miss Week 11 for the Jags with a leg injury, but remember, they've been talking about D.D. Westbrook, and it does look like, in fact, D.D. Westbrook will be activated and be on the opposite side of Marquise Lee for the Jaguars as they take on Cleveland. I wouldn't be on him. I think this is a game though that Jacksonville can hop in, hop out, ride their defense, ride Leonard Fournette and get it done. So I would not be on any Jacksonville wide receiver um, in Tampa, they expect Jameis Winston to, ready for this, be back some point this year. Head coach Dirk Cutter came out and said, we do expect him back. But to me, that just means that, to be honest, he is no longer a viable fantasy option because it sounds like he might be out for the next couple of weeks until the fantasy playoffs. And if you're in the fantasy playoffs and you've got Jameis Winston coming back off, let's say, a four- or five-week absence, are you riding him out there as your starter? I say, niet, fugazi. Nah, chill. All right, so interesting note on Jameis there. Curtis Samuel has been sent to IR for the Carolina Panthers as well. They say he has ligament damage in his ankle on that play where he dropped a short touchdown from Cam Newton. I got to tell you the truth. When I saw that play live, I thought that all was wrong with Curtis Samuel was that he had a bruise to his ego. Apparently, he has ankle ligament damage as well. I mentioned that Curtis Samuel sent to IR today. He's not the only 
only one. Running backs being sent to IR. The Washington football team is sending fat Rob Kelly-like whoa to the IR. That could mean Samaj P. Ryan is not only a waiver wire ad for this week, but for the rest of the season as well. We'll get into that. CJ Procise also being sent to IR for the Seattle Seahawks. Eh. So what? It's not like he was really healthy anyway. It's not like any Seattle running back has been someone that I am excited about, whether it be Rawls, Lacey, McKissick, Chris Carson had a nice little stint in there for like a week or two, or whether it was CJ Procise. I will say this, though. We're going to start getting injury reports for Week 11 on tomorrow's edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. That will set the baseline, so we'll spend a lot of time on that tomorrow's show. Listen. Carolina Panthers went off on the Dolphins 45-21. to On yesterday's show, I said I like the Panthers to win the game, and I said sometimes they just start blowing people out at home. I didn't think it was going to be one of those blowouts. It turned out that, in fact, it was. And let me tell you something. At the beginning of the year, if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats since even before the year, I was high on the Carolina Panthers coming into the year. I actually said that the Carolina Panthers would win that division. And part of the reason why was I thought that this offense was going to evolve to a place where they were utilizing guys like Samuel, guys like Christian McCaffrey, that they wanted to get the ball out of Cam Newton's hands even quicker. Gruden on the telecast made the same exact point. Here's the catch, though. Cam is getting healthy now. Cam is actually getting healthy. You could see it week by week. You can see that development. You can see them doing more things. They traded away Kelvin Benjamin for this reason as well. The only problem is now that you traded Kelvin Benjamin... And now that Curtis Samuel is down, give me Russell Shepard. I remember I told you this on yesterday's show. I thought Russell Shepard was only 1% owned. And I thought if you had the little trick, you could have used it with him. And this way you might have had their second wide receiver. It turns out that I do think Russell Shepard will increase in his opportunity, but I'm still tempering expectations. I think this is Funchess. I think this is Christian McCaffrey. And then don't forget, I think Greg Olson is coming back for the Carolina Panthers. If he is not owned in your league, go get him right now. He will continue to be Cam's favorite target. He will be a top five tight end, just like he was when he comes back. I will say this, though. The Carolina Panthers are trending in the right direction. They have a couple of important games coming up. I think they play the Vikings and the Saints in the next couple of weeks. I mean, they may even play the Saints twice in the next couple of weeks, so that will go a long way to deciding the NFC North. All right. Here's what I want to do. I also want to go into my hashtag game of inches. We got a couple of nominees. A Bavona, are you ready? That silence I take to mean that Bavona is absolutely ready. He is so focused because he is so ready. Hey, Bavona, here are my uh, nominees so far. There it is. That's right. Drop, Drop the animal. Drop a bomb on it. Okay, check this out. I got my man Jay Pono on Twitter. He hits me up. All the time. Big shout out, Dilly Dilly. He won by less than a point. He won by .92, less than a point. And he says he won because of garbage time catches by Sterling Shepard. Interesting, but I don't know if it fits the spirit of Game of Inches. We've got Michael Arachia. He won by less than half a point. He won by .4 this week. 
similar situation because of production and garbage time by Brandon Cooks. These are just like general production and garbage time, though. This is not necessarily one specific play, which is the true spirit of Game of Inches. What do you think, Bavona, about Lars Bullrig? He won by two and a half points. Had Garrett Selleck, who hit that crazy long touchdown against the Giants in a spot start for him, and he was against Devontae Freeman, who missed a lot of time because he got pulled to go into the cold, dark, quiet room after that concussion. All that combined, and he only won by just over two points. That's interesting. However, my leader in the clubhouse, Bavona, let me know what you think about this. Reed Hammer on Twitter, he lost by seven tenths of a point. He was against Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry caught a garbage time touchdown last night on Monday Night Football with only a few minutes left to play. That garbage time TD is what made Reed Hammer actually lose his matchup by less than a point. He's my personal leader in the clubhouse right now, but I gotta tell you the truth, Bavona. A lot of people are also sending me things that are not even them. Okay, last week I had a guy who just like found it in his league somewhere, the offensive lineman catch for Matthew Stafford. That's how we lost by losing like a tenth of a point there. I got a guy this week, Malcolm Eugene on Twitter, said that, you know, didn't know if it was a bad beat or not, but said it was a really close matchup. Somebody in that matchup, there was a gap of less than four-tenths of a point at point three four. I think I love it that the Stats Overbeat Cypher is sending me all these options, but I don't think many of them actually fit the true spirit of hashtag Game of Inches. Remember, we started this with that Chiefs touchdown on the very last play of the game on Monday Night Football, and people lost because of the Thompson fumble or the KC touchdown. Then the following week, we're in garbage time on the last play. Remember when Derrick Henry had that long touchdown run and then someone also had the Ryan suck up extra point. Someone had lost but had a crazy play of that Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown that became a touchback. It's really if you can pinpoint one crazy play that went elsewhere. And so because of that, Bavona, I got to go with Reed Hammer who lost by seven tenths of a point on that last meaningless garbage time touchdown by Jarvis Landry. What do you think, Manimal? The fact that anyone could lose because of the 49ers, mm. especially the tight end. I want to say that that would be the uh, But that this would be guy the winner. won because of it. He won but, because of it. Oh, well, you he know. He had oh, Garrett Selleck. Okay, he had, he Garrett, had Selleck. Garrett Selleck. And okay. also was facing Devontae Freeman, who got pulled because of the concussion and won by a total of 2.2 points. Well, then with coming up with a minute here, I'm going to say this actually just got a little bit easier for me. I thought he lost because of that. I'm going to go with you, Reed Hammer, yeah. getting that Jarvis Landry garbage time touchdown. I, I hate when that happens. So mm-hmm. I, I think we got to go agree. with this one, especially how, how many lose by it? Like, 0.7, less yep. than a point. Yeah, that's the winner. Seven tenths of a point. So right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Reed Hammer, losing by less than a point, point seven on the Jarvis Landry garbage time touchdown last night. If you have a better example, all the way back to Thursday night football, when the Seattle Seahawks blocked a meaningless extra point at the end of the game, that's the spirit of hashtag Game of Inches. If you can prove that you just got beat out or you had a bad beat, send it into your boy at Spittin' Speeds. We'll see if anybody can usurp Reed Hammer, and we'll talk about that tomorrow on the show tomorrow we may even get another production by our guy young cause the effect we'll see if they got a fantasy football rat remix when we come back what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about week 11 free agent ads we'll go position by position i'll tell you who i like and who i don't come on right back it's the fantasy freestyle 
Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's like, whoa. It's like, whoa. Picking waivers for week 11, like, whoa. It's a game of inches, stats over beats, like, whoa. You know what it is. It's your boy Speed, the spitting statistician. I promise you that I would give you my take on the hottest ads on the waiver wire for week 11. We're going to do it position by position. So let's start at the wide receiver position. And first of all, First of all, if you rewind the tape, and last week when we were here and we were talking about my wide receiver ads, I told you that Robert Woods was only 37% owned and he was my number one wide receiver waiver ad. He had a nice little game last week. And what do you know? Robert Woods is now up all the way to 71% owned. If he's still available in your league, go get him. But if you listen to Speeds last week on the Fantasy Freestyle, you were a week ahead of the game. That's how we help you win your leagues and win that cash. So let's talk about this week. First, there's some guys that I'm not on, okay? Corey Coleman is one of them. He's owned in 22% of leagues. I think he will return this week. I think he will become the wide receiver one for the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns being the operative word. I have no faith in this Browns offense. They are also facing the Jacksonville Jaguars and the cat scratch fever. This is a a defense that has gotten in the heads of wide receivers and have shut them down all season long. I think Corey Coleman fits into that. And so he may be all right later on in the year, but not this week. I would go elsewhere. Corey Davis is still owned in 48% of leagues. You can go out and get him. I love the skill on this one and he did double his targets he went his first week he had five targets last week he had 10 okay I think he could be an interesting ad you know I like the kids skill only problem is on a short turnaround Thursday night football and they are facing the Pittsburgh Steelers this week who have one of the top five pass defenses in the NFL so week 11 they have Pittsburgh week 17 they play Jacksonville you don't care about that for your fantasy you know season so he could be a viable ad after this week, if he's still available, week 12 through 16, I think that's when Corey Davis does some things. Here are some other wide receivers that I like. I like Jamison Crowder this week. I like Jamison Crowder this week. He is now their most heavily targeted wide receiver. They are up against the Saints in a game where I think they're going to have to keep track, keep pace with the Saints. And I think that uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who has been locking down receivers, he locks down the outside receiver. That's Josh Dodson or if Terrell Pryor ever sees the field. So I like Jamison Crowder. He is owned in just over half of leagues. You can go get him. He has been targeted like 12 times a game recently. I also like Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin is only owned in 57% of leagues. The Baltimore Ravens have said they want to open up the offense a little bit after the bye. Since Macklin has been back, he's had two good games recently. 
you know, eight catches a game kind of thing. So I like Jeremy Macklin, and I also like he's got good matchups as well for the entire rest of the season, maybe the one exception, week 14 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if Macklin is available, I endorse that. I like Macklin. I like Crowder. I like, you know, I love Robert Woods. I've said that already. And then the last one is Marquise Lee. I'm less on Marquise Lee. I would rather have Crowder. I would rather have Macklin. I would rather have Corey Davis. But I'd take Lee over a guy like Corey Coleman, for example. He has been top 10 in the NFL in targets over the last month. But it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I just think that Leonard Fournette, you know, these were games when Fournette was uh, suspended for missing the team photo. He was out injured one game. That's part of why Marquise Lee is getting all these targets. I think it switches back to a ground and pound, exotic smash mouth kind of offense at wide receiver. I'm not taking it. I don't want Blake Bortles throwing me the ball. On the running back side, here are some guys that I know are out there. Austin Eckler is out there. I don't like him. He was a Mambo number five, a one-hit wonder to me, okay? He also fumbled in crunch time. It was his fumble that gave the Jaguars the ball back when they ultimately tied it and then won it in overtime. I think it's all Melvin Gordon all the time. You're only getting Eckler if you, in fact, have Gordon and you want to handcuff him. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow when I give you strategies for playoff contenders. That's going to be a very interesting segment on the Fantasy Freestyle tomorrow, so you need to check out for that. But I am not on Austin Eckler unless, of course, you own Melvin Gordon. I am not on Rex Burkhead. I know he is a hot ad. I know he had a great week last week. He is ahead of, you know, Gillisley, obviously. But I don't think – I think game flow led to – Rex Burkhead being big time. There's still Deion Lewis. There's still James White. I don't trust it. I know he outsnapped Deion Lewis 36-21. to 21. Go ahead if you want, but the Patriots running backs will not be on my roster except in a desperate situation because Bill Belichick likes to mess with you, so I'm off that. I am also off Latavius Murray. I still don't believe. I know he had a good game last week, but listen, they were up really big. They were up really big in that game, and so that's when they turned to Latavius Murray. If they're in a competitive game, they keep Jarek McKinnon on the field. They were up big against Washington. I think that's why Latavius Murray was utilized. But look at their upcoming schedule. The Rams, the Lions, the Falcons, the Panthers. Those are teams that I think stick with the Minnesota Vikings. And so I believe that uh, this is going to be more McKinnon. I would not chase Latavius Murray. Here are the three running backs that I do like on the waiver wire for you to spend on if you want. One is Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is the next man up. He's my number one ad. I believe that you know Ty Montgomery is frail. Aaron Jones is not going to make it back anytime soon. Jamal Williams was also ahead of Aaron Jones in the depth chart. The coaches saw something in this kid. Jake Seeley and I have both been talking about at the beginning of the year how we like this kid, Jamal Williams. I think he finally gets his opportunity. He had 21 touches last week. If, if Ty Montgomery is not back and this is his backfield, I love Jamal Williams against the Baltimore Ravens. Also, Samaji P. Ryan, I talked to you guys about. He's only owned in 7% of leagues. And so I think with Rob Kelly going to IR, I think Samaji P. Ryan gets the opportunity. The only problem and the reason I like Williams over Pirine 
is because Washington does not want to run the ball. They throw, throw, throw. You've seen Chris Thompson even in in those situations. I think um, I would rather have Williams over Pirine, but Pirine will have opportunity with Rob Kelly being sent to IR. And the last guy I'll mention, we've talked about him earlier this week. I love him in PPR formats. It is Ravens running back Danny Woodhead. It looks like he's coming back off the pup list, and it looks like he's going to be the pass-catching back sharing in that committee with Alex Collins, the river dancer. I think it's Buck Allen who uh, is without a seat when the music stops. At tight end, it's the same names. I told you, though, Greg Olson... If you have a spot on your roster, Greg Olson is only owned in 58% of leagues right now. That's crazy. This is a top five tight end. Go get him a week early, okay? I know the Panthers, um, you know, he's not going to be back until week 12. I know the Panthers, they may even have their bye coming up. Are they one of the four teams that are on bye? I got to check that. I got to check that. Yeah, Carolina is on their bye next week. It is a very sneaky move. Go get Greg Olson now. In 40% of leagues, 42% of leagues, you can still do that. I think he is a great stash and will return to prominence when he comes back. Otherwise, the names are the same. Charles Clay coming back. Vernon Davis, if Jordan Reed is not there. A guy like Austin Hooper. A guy like Julius Thomas. He might see an uptick. They went to him a couple of times. He dropped a big uh, bomb yesterday. And I think that as Adam Gaze tries to stamp what his offense actually is, I think Julius Thomas may have a piece of that. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to now open up the phone lines. The number to call is 844-843-6879. Okay? Come on after us. What we're going to do here after the commercial break, our last segment will be entirely dedicated to the phone lines. Okay? So if you have a question about a waiver wire ad if you have a question about a trade because listen you are stamping yourself right now as a contender after 10 weeks if you're six and four if you're seven and three if you're eight and two and you are primed and ready for the playoffs you need to make those moves and you need to know from your boy speeds what you need to do in order to win your leagues and win that cash i also mentioned it tomorrow on the fantasy freestyle what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna talk to you about the strategy right now let's say like speeds. Let's say you're seven and three in your most important league. You are likely primed for a playoff run. You likely have good players, right? And you are likely pretty deep because you needed to have good players for the buys, for injuries and attrition, things like that. Well, now with only three weeks left in the regular season, with most of the buys done, the last four teams that have buy will have their buy this week. You need to start to shift your focus on how you manage your team. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it and I'm going to tell you about it three weeks early because uh, you know you need to be ahead of the game all right here's what we're going to do we're going to open up the phone lines right now I see a couple of guys what we're going to do is we're going to take one caller right now and then continue on in the next segment the caller we're taking right now first up on the fantasy freestyle it is Dan in New Jersey hey Dan you're on the fantasy freestyle what's going on you called me yesterday we uh, I don't know if we finished our conversation what's going on Dan yeah, yeah, no, we did yesterday. I got my other team though. I'm a little struggling. In. Okay. The other one, the first yeah, one from yesterday, I'm seven and three. This one, I'm four and five. So mm. we need a little help on this one. But uh, anyway, so yeah, it's a standard ten team. So I need a win. We need a win. Actually, the next three for a playoff hope. Um, I'll tell you my team and I'll tell you my options. I only got a couple options, but anyway. So my team is uh, we got Matty Ice, mm-hmm. we got Dez, we got Cooks, yep, Jordy, Lee, Macklin, Juju. Woods, Bell, Darkwar, and Ajayi. 
You got a um, lot of I wide receivers, Dan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I loaded up. Um, and and uh, I have the number seven priority, and uh, the guys that are available. And you know, as a, I could probably, I have one free spot, Jordy and Darkwise. My guys like a drop. Yep. And then there's a couple of guys on the wire. Okay. Quarterback wise is uh, like. Tyron give me the give me Keenum. the running backs. Give me the running backs. Running backs. Okay, we got the Pat uh, Pat's RBs. Yeah. Uh, Jay Stu. Okay. Perrine, mm-hmm. Jamal, and, and two more. We got we got Mixon and we got uh, Lat Murray. Joe Mixon is on the waiver wire. I dropped him last week for Tyrod Taylor. That's the only reason I... Fair yeah, enough. You can go and get Joe Mixon yeah. back. I like, like I said, I like Jamal Williams over Samaji Pirine, but both of them may own the backfield. Okay, Samaji Pirine will have a bigger hold on it for the entire rest of the season. So that's where I would go. And honestly, Dan, you don't need all these wide receivers. Drop one of those wide receivers and get yourself either Mixon or Pirine. I'm fine with Matty Ice. I like his matchups rest of the season. When we come back, we're going to take your calls on the fantasy freestyle so come back have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand or better yet the pocket of your khakis well check it out now you can it's the fantasy sports radio network app download it now to your phone we promise no weird viruses no strange tracking things just 24 hours a day seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head it's the fantasy sports radio network app Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Speeds the Spitting Statistician and you in this segment. The phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. I'm telling you guys, this is the best part of the day. I got to engage with the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher and I try and help them win their leagues and win that cash. All right. Up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and check this out. Our next two callers are both from Las Vegas. I wonder if they're actually in a league competing against each other. What happens there usually stays there, but we broadcast it out to the world on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Manny in Las Vegas. Hey, Manny, you're dropping stats over beats on the cypher. What's going on? How can I help you for week 11? Hey, how's it going, man? Chilling. I got uh, actually a favorite question. Okay. I'm thinking about picking up uh, Greg Olson. I already picked up Danny Woodhead last week. I got ahead of the game. Yep. Um, I wanted to see if I should drop um, ASG for or ASJ for him. Yo, listen, I I I. I I completely endorse this, okay? Um, when you're in the playoffs, you need to have your best possible lineup out there, right? And getting Greg Olson in the spirit of that can do that. ASJ popped a little bit earlier on the Rastafari, King Ali Selassie, but he has not been doing it as much lately. Had a little bit of a bounce back last week. Who would be your starting tight end, uh, Manny, this week, the one week you need before Greg Olson comes back? I got Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just asking to see if I can use if I can get Greg Olsen in my flex. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Do this. Drop Austin Safarian Jenkins right now for or, or put in the waiver claim for Greg Olsen. Yeah, man. Travis Kelsey and Greg Olsen. I am comfortable flexing either one of those if you get them both in your lineup. And then the one week before Olsen comes back, you've got Kelsey against the New York Football Giants, who have given up a touchdown to the tight end literally every week this season. 
Olsen. I love doing that, Manny. I would do that right now. Put in that claim for Greg Olsen, and thanks for the call. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is my boy Jacob in Las Vegas. Jacob in Las Vegas, you on the strip? Are you in Old Town? Where are you at, my man? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm on the strip, bro. Oh, wow. All right. Next time I go out there, I'm going to have to holler at you. Hi. (laughs) Um, I got a trade question for you. Okay. Fair enough. What's up? Um, All right. I'll be trading away Golden Tate and Duke Johnson for AP and um, Doug Baldwin. Interesting. Is this PPR or standard? Uh, 12-man standard. Okay. Um... I think that's okay, Jacob, but only because it's standard. You know, like, to me, Golden Tate and Doug Baldwin are pretty much a wash. Okay, those guys are very close in my rankings for the rest of the season. I think they're both, you know, high-end wide receiver twos, low-end wide receiver ones. They're pretty much high-end wide-out twos, right? They both are. To me, those are very similar. Duke Johnson and AP, when it comes to it, in a PPR league, I would rather Duke Johnson. As you know, he's on your team. You know, the work he does in the the passing game is important, especially how the Cleveland Browns, you know, how they're blunt guts trash. But because it is standard, then I go with AP. It's those rushing yards and the touchdowns and to be honest with with uncertainty around the Arizona Cardinals at the quarterback situation I think they turn around and give it to AP even more I know he defecated the mattress in the last week when he had uh, like 21 carries for 25 yards but he was coming off his 37 career high carry total you know so now uh, with a long rest after Thursday night football and for the rest of the year I like that side I would pull the trigger on it but it is close Jacob but yes I would pull the trigger on it because I also like Baldwin slightly ahead of Golden Tate thanks for the call Jacob, when next time I'm on the strip, I'm going to holler at you. Um, All right, there. Next up on the Fantasy Freestyle, it is Blake in Lincoln, Nebraska. Blake, uh, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you out, Blake? Hey, man. I have uh, actually two questions for you today. All right, Um, fire away. How confident are you? How how confident are you in Chris Thompson the rest of the season? And how does the injury to Fat Rob affect his usage moving on? And my other question is, should I drop a wild pal for some waiver wire treasure? Uh, fair enough. Thanks for both of those questions, Blake. As it relates to Chris Thompson, um, the thing with Thompson is that these guys are saying how much they want to try to manage him, and you see, he has declined a little bit since the like you know weeks like three through you know seven, let's say, when he was really so high. He was number seven overall in standard scoring for a while, which is really incredible. I think they try to give Samaj P. Ryan some love and some run. They want to see what they have in the rookie that they drafted in the second round. So they're going to want to see him. The thing is, I still believe in Thompson if it's a PPR format, Blake, because when Washington is down, it's going to be Thompson on the field. I don't believe in the rest of these wideouts. You know Jordan Reed is hurt. I think the biggest guys for Washington moving forward are Vernon Davis, Jamison Crowder, and Chris Thompson. So I kind of think like, I don't think this news of Rob Kelly either boosts him or torpedoes him, to be quite honest. I think he kind of hovers around where he has been already. What you need is the game flow to be in your favor. You need Washington to be down in games instead of up in games, because if so, I think they're going to give uh, Samaji Pirine a really long look at the end of the season. As it relates to Boom Boom Bilal Powell, I was so high on him last week, and then he got outgained and outsnapped by Elijah McGuire. So I am confused on that, but 
When you put him up against a guy like, oh, I don't know, Austin Eckler, I still take Bilal Powell. When you put him up against a guy like Latavius Murray, I still like Bilal Powell. So unless you can get P. Ryan or a guy like Jamal Williams, I still like Bilal Powell because I think this Matt Forte injury for the Jets might be a long one. And then I think they might just let him rest up until after you need him in the fantasy playoffs. So I know Bilal Powell defecated the mattress last week against Tampa, but I would stick with him a little while longer. And thanks for the call. Up next here on the Fantasy Free style is josh in new jersey hey josh you are a friend of the show part of the cypher dilly dilly josh how you doing <laughs> dilly dilly to you uh yeah so i just had a quick question sure. it's actually about Devontae freeman mm. um so my receivers right now are adam Thielen, amari cooper and jeremy macklin okay and then i, I don't like my running backs at all because mm-hmm. Devontae Freeman's going to be out so it's going to be Kenyon Drake and Orleans Darko. So do you think I swing maybe a Freeman and a receiver for, like, another good running back? Or what do you think I could get for him? Yeah, um... Josh, you raise a very interesting question. In my own league, I'm in, I'm in negotiations with Devontae Freeman as well. I'm concerned about Devontae Freeman. I am concerned, Josh, about Devontae Freeman. This is now his second concussion in a short period of time. He had shoulder injuries. He had ankle injuries as well. I have a feeling that Tevin Coleman might make the most of this opportunity on Monday night when the Falcons take on the Seahawks. So... But without him, you're right. Darkwa and Drake are not something you want to roll with on a week-to-week basis. So, yes. Here's the answer to your question, Josh. Yes, I am concerned about Devontae Freeman. Yes, I think you need to add something to that running back room because I'm worried about Devontae Freeman. Yes. If you can find – I think what you try to do is shop Devontae Freeman right now. What I would try to do is shop Devontae Freeman and see if you can catch someone. See if you can catch a guy who's contending and can wait like the one or two weeks and thinks that Devontae Freeman is going to be his back in the fantasy playoffs. If you could get Jay Ajayi, I'd do it. If you could get, if it's PPR, if you could get Christian McCaffrey, I'd do it. You know, if you could get Lamar Miller, I'd do it. If you could get Carlos Hyde, I'd do it. These are guys who are far below Devontae Freeman going into the season. But yes, I am concerned. And I would take like a bench trash wide out and Devontae Freeman and see if that could get you one of the running backs that I mentioned. I would target, though, Josh, a team that is doing well, is going to be in the playoffs and thinks that Freeman could be his like ace in the hole in weeks like 13 or 14 later on. That's the way I would approach it. Hope it works for you, Josh. And by the way, I would start Darkwa over Drake this week. Just a little extra bonus nugget for you. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is Brian in Birmingham. I got so much love for the Stats Overbeat Cypher down in, Atla- uh, down in Alabama. We get Taco in Alabama. I got a guy on Twitter that hits me up all the time. Shout out to Bama Texan. You never think that a Puerto Rican from the Bronx would have a lot of guys from Alabama giving him a call. But, Brian, let's add you to the list. You are part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. How can I help you out, Brian, here on the Fantasy Freestyle? How can we help you get a W in Week 11? Man, appreciate that, brother. Um, yeah, they call me B-Lou, too, so you, you're, you're a friend now, so you can call me that. All right, so, what uh, it is, B-Lou? How can I help? <laughs> My man. Uh, man, I got a question about this squad that I got here. Man, I'm 7-3, got a 16 16- 16 team um standard pay league so 16 um, teams that's I'm a big boy three, which is, i like that 
Yeah, what yeah. What you need? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, it, I got um, my squad is I got I'm hurting it. I'm hurting it wide out right now. I got Doug Baldwin. I drafted Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Uh, I got Jordy Nelson, Baldwin, Juju, McShuster, Juju Smith, Smith Schuster. Yep. yep. Uh, Cooper Cup and Allen Hearns. Um, and I also my running backs. I got Lev Bell, Doug Martin, uh, Bilal Powell, and Theo Riddick. Here's what I do. Now, Here's what I do because we're up against the break, Brian. I'm sorry. I got to cut you off, B. Lou, because we got a commercial break coming up. Here's what I would do. Um, and tell me, and if you don't like it or if you want to keep going at me, hit me up on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds and tell me you will be Lou from Birmingham. Hashtag stats over beats. I'll be sure to get right back to you. Alan Hearns is out. Okay. And DD Westbrook has taken his spot. So I feel like you could drop Alan Hearns and go on the waiver wire. The other thing you may be able to do, maybe someone will still take Jordy Nelson via trade. You know, I would look to shop Jordy Nelson because right now your guy's a Baldwin, Juju, and then Cup is actually your wide receiver three. I would see and play with the waiver wire. I told you some of the wideouts that I liked on the waiver wire. I would do that for Alan Hearns. I would try to shop Jordy Nelson. I'd see if there's anybody in your league that would take Jordy Nelson and like your best bench running back or best bench tight end or your second quarterback, and I'd do that as a two-for-one for a slightly better wide receiver that you could put in there with Baldwin and Juju. If you get Baldwin, Juju and a legit wideout three, I think you're absolutely fine, B. Uh, B Lou. Trade Jordy Nelson and another piece in a two-for-one for a better wideout or shop on the waiver wire and drop Alan Hearns. Come on right back. We got more calls. Fantasy Freestyle. Fantasy Freestyle. Cam is actually getting healthy. You could see it week by week. You can see them doing more things. They traded away Kelvin Benjamin. The only problem is now that you traded Kelvin Benjamin and now that Curtis Samuel is down, give me Russell Shepard. But I'm still tempering expectations. I think this is Funchess. I think this is Christian McCaffrey. And then don't forget, I think Greg Olson is coming back. If he is not owned in your league, go get him right now. He will continue to be Cam's favorite target. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dropping stats over beats here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We got one more caller to help out win their league and win that cash today. And it is Danny in Ohio. Let's get to Danny right away so we have enough time for his question. Danny, you're in the cipher right now. What's good? Hey, what's good, Speeds? How you doing, man? Um, got Good, good. So I got a waiver wire question for you. So uh, unfortunately, I was a Devontae Freeman owner. Also, mm-hmm. um, I already got Kareem Hunt and I got Lamar Miller. Okay. I'm on the bottom of the waiver list because I got the W. Okay. Um, so I'm looking possibly uh, getting trying to get Rod Smith, or I'm thinking about trying to get David Johnson, which I just heard he got his cast off, so maybe he might come back for fantasy playoffs. I'm not on David Johnson, okay? Let me just tell you that right now. I'm not on him. I think if he comes back, it might be just week 17, which is not part of the playoffs. And then also, I think the Cardinals fall out of contention. Why would you rush back for a team that's going to be like 4-10? and 10, You know what I mean? So I'm off David Johnson. Right, I'm right. also off Rod Smith. I don't think that offensive line can support a back that is not Ezekiel Elliott. So who else you got as options? Uh, Alex Collins, Deion Ooh, Lewis. I like Alex Collins. Uh, I love Alex Collins. That's your okay. answer. That's your answer. 
Okay, that's your answer, Alex Collins. I mean, he got dropped because the Ravens were on a bye last week. He is going to be the lead back for the Ravens. Buck Allen is just a guy. Danny Woodhead is coming back. Here's what I would do if I were you. I would try and grab uh, Alex Collins, and if he's available, I put in a secondary claim for Danny Woodhead as well. Get yourself a Baltimore Ravens running back. That's the way I would play it, Danny. I like Alex Collins. I think he can produce for you in that spot. Remember, you have Kareem Hunt and Lamar Miller also, so I think that gives you a decent stable. Sorry about Devontae Freeman, though. It is a problem. Alex Collins is my answer, Danny. Hope it works out for you. All right, there. Like I've been telling you on the Fantasy Freestyle and everywhere on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, DKMS, helping the fight against blood cancer, okay? Whether it be the trivia contest that we're doing for the big game with Justin Timberlake or whether it be the DFS contest where you get a free entry, we're giving you plenty of places to win, but the real way you win is by potentially saving a life, helping the fight against blood cancer. You could be a bone marrow donor or a blood donor. That's what you got to do. It's very easy. You swab your cheeks, and they tell you if you are a match. All right. We got my man, the analyst, Chris Ventra. We got any questions from YouTube today, Chris? How are they doing? What up? Um, yeah, I got, I got some questions. Give me one. All right, so pick two. Yep. Keenan Allen. Drake, Kenyon Drake, mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, and Shepard. you got to pick two in standard format. It's definitely Shepard. Keenan Allen worries me because of Phillip Rivers in the concussion protocol. So that worries me a lot. It's definitely Shepard. Who are the other two? Kenyon Drake and Marvin Jones. Uh, in standard, give me Kenyon Drake as the running back, the more guaranteed. Marvin Jones is part of that fantasy herd in mm-hmm. Detroit. So, you know, he looked great for a couple of weeks, and then he uh, had a two for 22. And that is the risk when you go with a receiver in the fantasy herd. So give me Kenyon Drake and give me Sterling Shepard for those. Thanks a lot, Ventra. No doubt. I will talk to you tomorrow. We had a poll question up on Twitter. I asked you who are you most likely to spend your waiver prize priority on 39% of you say Jamal Williams 31 on Samaj P Ryan 14% of you are going with a wide receiver facing the cat scratch fever this week in Corey Coleman I do think he is the number one for Cleveland but I don't buy Cleveland I especially don't buy him up against Jacksonville this week but there's some interesting comments Nando, our guy here on the Fantasy Sports Network, says, Dontrell Inman, I'm off that. I don't buy the Chicago Bears passing attack. I don't care who it is. Justin Siegel says, Olsen, I love that. Um, and then a couple of people are saying Austin Eckler. But Clayton Trahan, who I love to um, respond to the polls all the time, says, Eckler or Brita, especially if you have Gordon or Hyde. I agree with that. Now is the time to start getting handcuffs, and we're going to talk about that a lot more tomorrow when I tell you how to act like a fantasy playoff contender on tomorrow's edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. So come on back. We'll also take your calls. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. He's the spitting statistician. We'll be dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See y'all tomorrow.